Welcome to That Guy Game Reviews, home of your holiday celebrations, shenanigans, and other goofy things. My name is Sean, and I am your affable host. So, first and foremost, I want to take a moment just to wish all y'all a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Joyce Festivus, Happy Kwanzaa, you know, or just in short, Happy Holidays, you know. And if it happens to offend you if I say Happy Holidays, well, you know, hey, you know, sure hate it for you. But today we're actually going to be reviewing something that I received as a Christmas present from my lovely better half, Rachel. That's right, I am talking about the Sega Genesis Mini. You know, so as y'all may have seen, a lot of companies have actually been getting in on the mini console bandwagon. It started off first with Nintendo releasing the NES Mini, then the SNES Mini, and then uh, Sony getting in on the PlayStation Classic, which by the way, if y'all are interested, go ahead and head over to the uh, section where I go ahead and review the PS1 Classic. So with that being said, Let's go ahead and head on into the review. Alright, so let's go ahead and let's talk about the initial hardware right out the get. Uh, once we go ahead and we open up the box, we see that there are two USB wired pads, which I have to go through. I have to give props to some of these um, companies. I have not had a chance to see how the ones are done for the SNES or the uh, regular Nintendo, but if I remember correctly, it looks like they've got the same kind of plug that they use for the Wii. Um, whereas with the PS1 Classic and also the Genesis Classic, they actually run on USB, which is a really good thing, because especially right now, there are a lot of folks out there who love playing the classic games on emulators, or even just use them for regular PC games. I will say that uh, with the PS1 Classic Remote, I've actually been using that to play Mortal Kombat Project, but, you know, I digress, that's another episode, you know, down the road, but uh, one thing I do have to go through, I do have to give the props to uh, Sega for is the fact that they went ahead and they included the charger, well, not the charger, but the wall ward and the USB plug right out the get. That's one area where Sega just beat the pants off of Sony because Sony, you know, they say, oh, we'll give you the rest of the stuff, but when it comes to the power source, hey, that's on you. Granted, I've got a boatload of both the wall plugs and the chargers, but it's more the principle of the thing than it is anything else. Uh, then, of course, you've got the system, which you know, the small size of it is absolutely freaking adorable. You know, it looks like the old school Mega Drive, uh, the one where you write down to the little volume slider, the on-off switch, and even the reset button. Uh, you've got the two USB ports in the front. On the back, you've got the HDMI port as well as also the micro USB port. So overall, you know, a really, really solid system. Now, one thing I will notice, because I was talking with my younger brother Chris, our official That Guy Game Reviews bartender, he said that there were some titles that um, I got on this version that he didn't get on his version. Uh, for example, one of the big ones he noted was Castlevania Bloodlines. Now, granted, yes, I wasn't too, you know, I don't necessarily want to say excited, but I was kind of, you know, neither here nor there about Castlevania Bloodlines because I got that one on the Castlevania Collection. You know, but still, you know, a lot of good titles on there, ones like Fantasy Star, Shining Force, um, Darius, you know, the original uh, bullet hell shooter, and let's see, some other ones just kind of off 
the top of my head. Of course, you've got Streets of Rage. You've got uh, Street Fighter 2. Now, one that really didn't translate all that well for this collection, but I was still kind of excited to play, was Eternal Champions. Um, just because at that point, you know, that one's more optimized for the six-button pad versus the three-button. So, kind of take that with a grain of salt. But all in all, I would definitely say that it is a pretty solid piece of hardware, you know, and I mean, the games look amazing. You can either go ahead and go with the full screen, or you can go ahead and, you know, just have it fill up with the letterboxes on the side. You can even apply the CRT filter if you want that true old school, old school feel. Me personally, I never use the CRT filter just off the fact that, hey, if I paid for the HDMI cable, if I paid for the HDMI experience, you know, damn it, I want to get as close to HD as humanly possible. But all in all, I would say that, you know, it's a freaking phenomenal system. It's going to make a really great addition to my collection. My only quote-unquote grievance with it, and, you know, this isn't anything against, you know, my better half, Rachel, or against the system itself. It's just, you know, since it's all dark, it shows up the dust real easy. You know, I had it maybe a couple days, and I've been playing the hell out of it, but I'm already starting to see dust on the system. Maybe that's just something with my ventilation, but that's another argument for another day and one that I will not get into here on the podcast. As always, I'm always interested to hear y'all's thoughts, you know, kind of hear what did uh, Gamer Claws bring you for Christmas, things like that. Uh, hit me up on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash thatguygamereviews. Also, um, reach out to me through um, anchor.fm slash messages slash thatguygamereviews or the email, thatguygamereviews at gmail.com. I uh, do want to take a moment, you know, just on behalf of Rachel, Astro, Hanzo, Luke, and you know, our bartender Chris, as well as myself, to wish y'all the best for the holidays. I know 2020 has been a year that a lot of us would like to forget, you know, present company included. I mean, between fights over toilet paper, people refusing to practice social distancing, um, you know, a lot of stuff getting virtual. To say the least, we've had to go through, we've had a challenge year. But, you know, at the same time, there's one thing I'm grateful for when it comes to 2020, and that's you know, that I was able to go ahead and get these podcasts off the ground. So, you know, I do want to wish y'all the best, you know, and hey, 2021 is going to be better. You know, we're going to go through, we're going to get the vi- get over the virus. We're going to get to the point where we don't have to wear masks, you know, deal with social distancing anymore. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, at that point we see and end to all this madness. We actually start seeing the true hope for the season, you know, the whole thing with peace on earth. Um, but I can tell you all right now, just because we're coming into the end of 2020 does not mean you're going to see the end of that guy game reviews. You're not going to see the end of the fail trail. If anything, I got plenty of stuff to review on this one. I know for sure I'm going to be going kind of down the list on the on the Sega Classic, start going over those. Um, picked up Final Fantasy XII, Zodiac Age, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Bioshock, the whole schmear, so trust me, there's going to be a lot of stuff for me to review on there. Um, outside of that, 
you know, I wish y'all the best, you know, nothing but love, and you guys go through, y'all take care, stay safe, um, be good to one another, and I'll see you next time. Until then, this has been Sean from That Guy Game Reviews. Take care, God bless, and we'll see y'all in 2021.